Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Welcome back, Cotter. Hey, man, where is the barista? Oh, there's my coffee right there's here. There's the coffee. Right, we got there's my some, coffee. Got some muffins. No, man, what a great morning. Always love jumping in the coffee shop, having coffee with you. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, it's really good stuff. You know, I, I heard somebody say just recently, you know, you're you're kind of right where you're supposed to be. I mean, and if you embrace that, which I do, we're right where we're supposed to be. I love, I love having coffees with you. It's such a natural next step for me. Yeah, you know, I, I was reminded recently at a meeting that I had to go through that to get to this. Yeah. Right. right? And, and so I think that ties in with I have to go through this to get to there. Right. And so I think I'm right where I'm supposed to be today, right. especially at a coffee table with you drinking like a so double, people, double coffee. People are driving in their car right now. They're like, what the? What, what are they saying? His, their, their, what? that, that, and then I go where, and I'm where I'm supposed to what? what pronouns or what? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Great. So, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Really glad to be here. Love. Uh, hey, quick shout out to uh, to our website. Um, you know, chuck full of resources. Uh, you've got. What uh, is our website there, Mike? Yeah, it's sober.coffee. So, www.sober.coffee. So, where you want to. So, instead of putting you wanna, .com, you put .coffee. Yeah, you want to okay. throw it, you know, people's brains want to throw a .com. It's .coffee. That's how cool that's we really are. cool. I don't know any that, other website that's. That, my friend, is that's how cool. .coffee. Maybe Folgers.com. No, they're not. They're, they're really? .com. Yeah. All right. Yeah. .com. So. Old school. All right. www.sober.coffee. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, check no, it out. Super cool, man. It's looking really sexy. Great colors, great content, right. great way to engage. Have has all our uh, all our podcast episodes up there. Yeah, and throw your email address in there, and we'll drop you some pearls of. Uh, oh my gosh, that's yeah, right. Some, some yeah. pearls of information. Drop and it's your all email. anonymous. It's all anonymous. Nobody's so. going to get your name out there because I know emails sometimes have last names. Right, right. But, but we're not going to share it. No we, way. We don't do that's anything. Just, we just, we'll we don't just, sell it to anybody. Nope. We don't give it to anybody. We don't anybody even peek at it. We'll just punch out updates from the show. There you go. All right, so we usually come up with, you know, with, with coffee. We usually you know, have some idea of what we're going to talk about. Um, so what's our topic today, Mikey? Winning the lotto. All right. That's going to be a two-minute podcast because I have no experience in that. I don't Buddy, think I'm only either. six numbers away. That's all. That's it? I'm only six numbers away. So let me guess. It's a seven-number lotto. I've got this thing figured out. All right. I love it. No, you know what? I, I, I thought we'd sit down and chat through you know, a topic today called uh, freedom. Mm. And, you know, I know mm. immediately as soon as I throw a topic out, you know, songs start to come to your head. And the only one that comes to my head is Philadelphia Freedom. Oh, little Elton John there. Little Elton John, Philadelphia. And I was born, you know, I was a Philadelphia guy. Yeah. So that, that kind of hits home. But Springsteen's think, got a good take on Philadelphia from the movie, great movie. Oh, that's a, that's, yeah. uh, that was that's a great a movie. Yeah. Um, so is that like the key song for freedom? Yeah, that's it. I would go with Philadelphia Freedom, yeah. Elton John. I want to sing it. Freedom. No, I really don't. You right. know, I don't have a voice for radio. I don't have a face for radio. I don't have a, a singing voice for any medium. All right. Let's Nothing. get let's get down to the business of helping people stay sober. <clears throat> yeah. So so freedom. Um, 
I did. Well, you know, I didn't really Google it, um, but but I, you know, I kind of got some input, um, you know, on the definition of freedom, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, the first thing when when I hear the word freedom, I hear, you know, the first thing I think about is I was a slave, right? So I was a slave to addiction. I was a slave to alcohol. Alcohol owned me. So, you know, I, I did a little bit of research and to quote unquote, you know, freedom is the power to determine action without restraint or personal liability um, as opposed to, you know, being in bondage or slavery, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I can act and live in, in a way, you know, personal liberty, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so when I think of freedom and drinking, I really look at um, sobriety, mm-hmm. right? So, so for me, sobriety equals freedom. You know, from alcoholism. Um, and I really believe that freedom is a foundation for living. So it's hard to live freely when you're addicted to alcohol. When alcohol owned me, it owned everything I thought and everything I did. I didn't have many options outside of feeding that addiction to alcohol. Everything I did, everything I planned in my life was planned around, will I be sober enough to go? Will I be sober enough to attend? Will I be sober? And if I was sober enough to go, then I was a slave to, okay, when am I going to drink beforehand? Am I going to have alcohol there? How soon after the event can I... Uh, drink, right? So everything I did in my life was calculated around drinking. Mm -hmm. And I view that as being a slave, being chained to alcohol. Yeah, I love the, uh, I love the way you spin it. So, so I got a notepad here and I just wrote down slave, right? Is the opposite of being free. Right. Right. You're being, you're a slave to something. And then, so my experience was, and I love the way you said it, 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 it owned me. I, I was a slave to it. I did. I did whatever it told me to do, which mm-hmm. was very simple. Have another. More. Just have another. Have more. 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 more right. right. Then, then, now I have. I have this freedom, which we're going to talk about. And the only thing in between, slave, and freedom, is surrender, for me. I, I, that that's what naturally came out. So what took me from being a slave to being free from? Things and I love the way you said that free from and I just jotted down you know self destruction nasty self talk covering out my lies these mm. are things I'm free of now that used to consume me the byproduct of the consumption consumed my time and effort and mental I was mentally exhausted by the end of the days back then because but now I'm free from that and so what I love I I just heard somebody tell me okay I'm free from that what what do you do with that freedom. Right. What do you do with that? What do you fill that hole with? Right. So so I believe that freedom fuels peace. I really believe that when 
I define peace as being a point of time in life where I feel everything is as it should be. It's just, you know, it's good, right? Mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, you know, just where everything in, and in my life today, throughout my week, I get snippets of peace, Mm -hmm. you know, and I describe my life as a first wheel. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, sometimes, you know, God, I hate the middle, right? Where I'm in the middle of that first wheel where I'm neither up or down. But there's times when I'm on that first wheel where I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be and everything is good. And I define that as peace, right? And it's a great feeling. But I think freedom fuels that peace. Because if I'm a slave to something, Mm -hmm. whether it be alcohol, whether it be work, whether it be fear, right? If, If I'm being a slave or controlled by something else, I can't have peace. So I think if you, but but here's one of the things, and and I just want to underline this because this really hit me. One of the biggest lies in my life of 58 years, one of the biggest lies that I was told and I believed was that alcohol is freeing. Hmm. And early on, and, and as a culture, as a society, I think all of the commercials. Oh, right? I was going to say, I see it in a commercial. Stressful I can't define week, it, but I, yes. Have yes. a beer. That's right. You know, release the the stress and chaos and, and whatever you're going through. Hey, let's meet for happy hour. It's 5 o'clock. Let's go have a beer. Right. You know, tough day. Hey, let's go have a beer. Right. right? Hey, tough trip. You know, you're, you're, you're stuck at the airport. You're all cranky. Hey, mm-hmm. that's okay. Have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think one of the biggest lies I have heard in my life and I've told myself mm-hmm. is that alcohol is freeing. Mm-hmm. Now, I use the word freeing because for many years I used alcohol as an escape. Right. So, hey, had a tough day. Let's have a beer. Right. That graduated into I hate my life. I hate myself. I have fear, you know, shame, guilt, remorse, self-loathing, all those sexy words. Right. And now I don't just need to, you know, uh, be free from that. I need to escape. I need to obliterate that. And then that's where the big bottles came in. And I use big bottles to escape. Can Biggest lie. Biggest lie. But but don't some some people are wired to have a little glass of wine after dinner. And that's going to help get sleep at night. You know? So I believe I believe those folks because there are folks out there like that, and at times I'm jealous of them. I know, right? Fully transparent, I'm jealous of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I I really believe that um, that a lot of the other areas in their life mm-hmm. are okay, mm-hmm. or or they have the tools to manage the other areas of their life, right? So that one drink, hey, that that eat that, you know, it's not going to take the wheels off the car. No, it edges the the sharpness of the day, right? Right. But, but to me, I didn't have those other tools, so I, I had to erase the day. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the tools to manage the chaos in my life. I had to escape from it. Mm-hmm. So that's where you know, the biggest lie for me, because I didn't have those other tools. Dude, I watch people you know, go out there and, and they have a tough day. They go out and they have, I mean, this is like the ninth wonder of the world. They go out and have one and one half beers. And they leave half a beer on the bar and they go home. 
and they tackle the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. You know, they get back into what they're supposed to be doing, and they, they get a reprieve. They get a little freedom for that snippet of time when they're having a beer, and they go back and with their tools, and they handle their life. Mm -hmm. I didn't have tools. I hated my life that I was in, so I, I, I obliterated my life, and I escaped. So I couldn't leave one and a half. And I couldn't leave two or four or ten. I just kept drinking. Sure, and I think most of the people in the coffee shop with us today are wired that way, and that's that's the way we are. That's why we're here, you know, producing Sober Dot Coffee and listening to Sober Dot Coffee. Because I go back, I learn, I learn as much from these coffee sessions as the next guy. I mean, I love yeah, what you so said about. I. I love what you say about direct. You know, there's a direct line between freedom and peace. I draw a direct direct line between freedom and this newfound. Uh, full opportunity. I, I I have this opportunity now that I never had before. And even if I let's say let's say I was wired to be able to have a beer or two, right? I when I when I go take on life, I, they, they don't have a hundred percent of me because the alcohol is going to take some percent of that away. Right, it's going to take some percent of my full potential. That's why guys don't drink before they play baseball or football or hockey or or golf. You know, now right. some it do. It takes you off your game. It takes you off your game. That's exactly my point. My point is that I got full game now. I've got full opportunity. I t I take advantage of full adventures, and I get full growth opportunities and challenges. You know, I get challenges, and they're full as well. You know, but they're growth challenges. They, it it hurts a little bit, but I'm growing, but to my full capacity. Right. So the AA Big Book references freedom quite a number of times, hmm. right? Um, but the way I look at it is, um, you know, and and the steps of AA really help you become free from the wreckage of your past, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it helps you steps four and five, steps six, seven, eight, nine. We, we've talked about it. That is a bulldozer to do demolition on all the crap from your past, right? Things that weighed you down, things that kept you captive, right? And in the throes of your drinking, and, and not just physically drinking or physically relapsing, but the mental part of it, right? Mm -hmm. The mental weight that you carried around. Um, and, and, and I really believe that working the steps of AA for me, you know, it allowed me a lot of freedom from that past, but then it gave me the freedom to plan my day today and to operate my day today freer than I ever have before. Mm -hmm. Right. When I step in shit today mm -hmm. and I do step in shit, I recognize I'm aware I step in the crap and I'm like, you know what? I am going to fix that now. So what that does is that prevents that little weights of being put on, mm -hmm. right? And it helps me live mentally freer. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm taking a drink today, right? But if I don't watch and am aware of the emotional weight that I put on by how I'm living, mm -hmm. I'm going to get right back to where I was. Now, frankly, I had 50 years of that weight, mm -hmm. right? And, and the way I live today, you know, instead of 50,000 pounds of weight, I mean, I carry five, mm -hmm. but I'm very aware of those five pounds. Mm -hmm. And when I know it gets to eight or 10 pounds, that's when I need to call my sponsor, right? Mm -hmm. That means I might need to pick up the phone and talk to another guy in the program and say, hey, man, here's kind of stuff I'm going on. And, you know, I, I'm just aware. And I'm able to live freer 
today. And going back to what I said before, for me, freedom fuels peace. Mm-hmm. Is freedom free? Uh, freedom is free. Uh, it takes work, though. Mm-hmm. So, so there is sacrifice. There's sacrifice, but there's not a monetary cost. So when the minute you use the word, you know, is freedom free, mm-hmm. I think of a monetary cost, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, it costs a dollar to go to an AA meeting. Right. I spent a lot of dollars, right. you know, sure. going to AA meetings. Right. Um, you know, but um, for the, the, the price and of, of what I have today, mm-hmm. the value is priceless for those couple dollars. Now, I think back to Laguna Beach in 2003, right? And, and, and this for me is a great mental thing. You know, for us out in California, when, when you went to rehab in California, you had to get a tattoo. Did you, did you get one? I did. Oh, beautiful. So, you know, everybody got their tattoo, and they're all proud, right? They get them right in the middle of their chest or, you know, on, on their bicep or something, right? And and so I, you know, being a business guy or whatever, right, I didn't want to be that bold. So I was going to get on, on my hip, mm-hmm. you know, under my bathing suit, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a chain, thinking of chain of alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know, slavery being a slave to alcoholism, mm-hmm. I was going to get uh, a, a broken chain tattooed on my right hip. Mm-hmm. Instead, um, I got a tattoo on my back right shoulder, and I got the word freedom hmm. tattooed on my shoulder hmm. because I wanted to become free from the slavery of alcoholism. Now, I didn't have the guts to put it in English, so it's actually written in Sanskrit. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, sit there and say, hey, what does that mean on your shoulder? And I'm like, well, if I wanted you to know, I would have put it in English. Yeah. Right. But, and, you know, I was getting a massage one one time and this uh, masseuse says to me, she goes, why do you have the word freedom tattooed on your back right shoulder? And I'm like, well, because I was a slave to alcohol and today I'm not, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so f- freedom's a very key word for me. Um you know, but I especially love that, you know, in my mind, freedom really fuels peace. Give me, give me three steps. Give me three steps to take away from this coffee to get me closer to the freedom that is your peace. All right. So you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, so I, I wasn't yeah, prepared for fine. that. So, so, but I mean, just practical. here's, here's a word, here's a word that, and, and, and I'm kind of, you know, I got the mental gymnastics going mm-hmm. on in my head. Mm-hmm. The number one word. Yeah. And it, this makes no sense, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say it. It okay. makes no sense. The number one word that comes to mind is surrender. Okay, beautiful. But it doesn't make sense because you think of surrender in a war type of environment, right. and surrender means you're waving a white flag and you're going to somebody else's jail, mm-hmm. right? That's what I picture. Mm-hmm. In this context, I really, for me, my experience. And I know for you, because I know your story very well, when we surrendered, we started the about face towards freedom. Got it. So for me, the number one thing was surrender. Mm -hmm. And then number two through 2000 after that is do what the program tells you to do. Do what other people tell you to do. Do what your sponsor tells you to do. So the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, follow the program. It'll get you closer to that that freedom that, that we aspire to have. That's what you're saying? Right. And there's a couple of phrases in the program that I have come to believe are true. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. One is rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not are those who cannot or will not be completely honest with themselves. And then I look at the promises. When they outline the promises, the promises is if you follow the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, the 12 steps, and you really work them and live them, the ninth step promises is before you're halfway through your ninth step, you'll be amazed at the progress that you're making. Mm -hmm. You'll find a new freedom and a new happiness. Mm -hmm. They use the word freedom. Yeah, right. And you will find peace. And what they say at the end of the promises, because I really believe the words in the AA big book and the promises and how it works, it says, you know, they will always materialize, always materialize, sometimes quickly, Mm -hmm. sometimes slowly. And for me, I had to learn that sometimes slowly, and I hate slow. Mm -hmm. Slow is painful for me. But I've learned to sit in my stew. I've learned to sit, and I've learned to be patient. Because I believe and I have faith that this shit works. But they will always materialize, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, if you work for that. I love it. Surrender, faith, patience. Thank you, man. This has been good. Love it, man. Let's be free. Let's live free. Philadelphia freedom. Oh, take me out, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.